When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Wyndham. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. It's a final word with Adam Collins, Jeff Lemon, and our IPL correspondent, Glenn Maxwell, who joins us today from Ahmedabad, having been in Mumbai uh, the last time that we talked. Obviously, it's been an incredibly uh, strange week uh, in the environment you've been in, Maxie, and a tragic week outside the bubble. But um, to begin, how are you going and, and how's it been uh, over the last few days as, as the world's changed pretty quickly? Yeah, it's obviously changed pretty fast over here in India. Um, we've been pretty sheltered by it, to be honest, being in the bubble. Um, we don't really get exposed to, to it too much. So um, it's basically just been moving straight into the hotel, um, trying to stick to, I suppose, as the franchise is business as usual, um, stick to playing, playing, your, playing your sport and, and, and try, I suppose, to bring some, um, some entertainment and some sort, of, um, some sort of excitement, I suppose, and joy into people's lives. So we, we talked about this last week, didn't we? The idea that there's option A, which is the competition ends. And I suppose the, the, the decision was made for that not to happen a week and a half ago, or option B to continue. How have you personally grappled with that um, as we've gone from it being terrible to being catastrophic? Yeah, I, I suppose from my point of view, I'm, I'm, I, as we've talked about, I'm very lucky to have a support network here with my, my fiance being here. Um, there's obviously high risk if you do decide to leave because you're going outside of the bubble yeah um and there's the other thing where you you're probably not going to be allowed back in australia anyway so there's actually it's such a it's such a hard thing to actually leave the bubble and make that decision because um there's no nowhere you can really go and um i suppose unless you go to a different country and, and stay there for a while that, that could be our only other option but um at the moment the bcci have have um I suppose assured us that um, the tournament's going to go ahead, and uh, I mean they'll do everything they can to make sure that every player, staff, um, 
and commentator, whoever it is, is going to make sure that they get home and the tournament's not over until they're safely at home. So, Glenn, a couple of your teammates did try to get home in Kane Richardson and Adam Zampa found themselves in a pretty bad situation having left the bubble and then getting stuck in Mumbai and all the rest of it. Um, how much, how closely in contact were you with them and, and following what was going on with those two? Yeah, I suppose just chatting to them via messages, just trying to keep keep up, I suppose, up to date with where their movements were, trying to make sure that they were okay. And um, I know they were pretty worried about the whole situation. It was it was pretty scary there for for a while where it was they were outside of the bubble and the flights had all of a sudden been cancelled and then um, there was sort of nowhere for them to go. And I, I think that's probably the thing that I, I'd be sort of wary against is if making one of these decisions and um, and sort of being stuck. So the obviously, obviously the government came and said that they're going to shut the borders to people coming in from India, and um, and that's obviously pretty scary if you're, um, I suppose, stuck over here. But um, we're just hoping that come um, May fifteenth, hopefully things have improved. And um, I know that's probably a long way off, and there's still a lot of work to do over here in India. Um, there's obviously countless people stuck outside of hospitals needing that extra support and. Um, yeah, there's obviously a long way to go for it to get better over here. And in terms of that that decision when a few players were deciding to leave, so I suppose Kane and Adam and AJ from an Australian perspective, Liam Livingston from an English perspective, um, was there a moment there when you thought, right, well, I've got a stick or twist here, or were you never really in that situation where you had the agency to leave, I suppose, given the, the commitments you have over there to the RCB and so on? No, I think you, you go by what... Um, I suppose the hosts are guiding with. We've we've had such a I suppose a solid bubble here. It's been it's been brilliant. Um, there hasn't been anything that I've seen personally that's um, looked like it's. There's a chance that the bubble would be would be broken at any stage. Um, travel's been pretty seamless. We haven't sort of had contact with anyone from outside. Um, and the IPL is going to make sure that nothing goes wrong, I suppose, in these bubbles because there's, there's just too much of a risk for them financially and for India in general that if they want to keep the IPL um, going and, and going forward, they've got to make sure that this is a success as well as having the, the World Cup at the back end of, of the year as well. So they've got to make sure that everything goes seamlessly here and and, and they've they've left no stone unturned to make sure that this, this IPL has gone ahead and... Um, it's been quite impressive, I think, being over here that the way that they've gone about this bubble and um, and I suppose the measures that they've gone to ensure that everyone's safe here. I guess in terms of it continuing, you're kind of in a position where there's almost no point stopping the tournament. Like cricket's not important, obviously, and, and it doesn't matter compared to what's happening outside, but it's hard to see what there would be to gain out of calling it off versus, you know, at least having something on TV each night that um, that people can do when they're stuck at home, when they're um, trying to avoid going out or giving people a, a reason to not go out, I suppose, because they can, uh, at least people who have access to the game can watch it at night. Uh, there doesn't seem to be much benefit in cancelling it, aside from the fact that it's, it's a weird clash to have entertainment going on at the same time as um, grief and death. Uh, I 100% agree and I think we look back just as close back to last year and how much joy having AFL footy on while all this was going. Everyone's locked down, everyone's um, stuck away from their families and, and sort of separated by state by state and 
I, I just remember having as soon as football was on, it actually gave us something to sort of reunite, like sort of actually have something to sort of get us through. And you, you were looking forward to the weekends, and I think we had like twenty eight days straight of football at one stage, and that was awesome. Like I absolutely loved that, and um, I know people will have different opinions about um, how much of a uh, impact sport will have on someone's lives when their family's obviously struggling. But um, as you said, there's apart from um, all the stuff that's happening outside, there's we can't we can't go anywhere if we if we do stop the IPL. Um, the bubble's completely safe. Um, the jobs that have been created by the IPL at the moment are still keeping people uh, working and still keep, keep keeping people going. Just to, I suppose, address a couple of the points in the reporting we've seen, some of the quite sharp reporting um, and opinion we've seen in the last perhaps 24 hours, more so, uh, one being that uh, that players um, are somehow sourcing preferential treatment. Now, I know the ACA have been adamant that's not the case, but from your perspective, um, it may, may be the case that you have to wait in India beyond this, this travel ban that's currently been put in position and, and so on. Um, my understanding from talking to you is that you're at peace with that and that anyone that's gone to the IPL, yes, it's, it's not ideal and it's deeply stressful, the idea you might be there for some months, but it's not as though you're saying you should be pushed to the front of the queue because you're a professional cricketer. Exactly right. I, I think I think we're just hoping that we're able to find a way to get home. I think I, I think that's just all, all we're hoping for that the BCCI, um, the governing bodies of um, the sorry, the both governments can find a way to get us home safely. We've been in, we've been extremely safe in bubbles, but getting COVID tested nonstop. Um, we're, we're just hoping that we can somehow find a way to get home at some stage and. Um, if we have to wait a little bit longer, so be it. But um, we're just hoping that there's a way for us to get home at some stage. And um, obviously, India and England are going over to England to play in the Test Series over there. And look, if worst comes to worst, we have to wait in England or, or yep. try and find a way onto that charter and, and get out of India. Um, I'm sure a lot of guys will probably put their hand up to try and do that as well. There's, there's I think I read something that's about 5,000 Australians over here at the moment. So... Um, we're certainly not asking for preferential treatment. We're just hopeful that um, things can start to see a bit of upside in India and um, things can take a turn and we can hopefully hopefully find a way everyone get home safe. People are saying, oh, well, you shouldn't have been there in the first place. You should have known better. You took the risk, blah, blah, blah. Things always have the potential to go wrong, but the scale of just how massively it's gone wrong wasn't, uh, you know, nobody predicted that otherwise they wouldn't be in this situation or well, certainly people weren't listened to who did predict it so it, it, it seems a bit unreasonable to think that you should have known somehow that things were going to get this bad we get the invite to come and play in the IPL um, we go through all the trying to get your visas trying to get overseas everything gets approved um, you get assured by the BCCI Cricket Australia that it's safe and and then you get over here and um, the bubble's absolutely fine. And, and as I said, if you if you didn't open a newspaper or scroll through social media, you you wouldn't you wouldn't know what's going on because we're we're stuck here, I suppose, in a hotel room twenty four seven. We've got our our biosecure levels on the on the um in our hotel room that we can go to and and that's basically all we do. You've spent so much time in India over the years and obviously got such an affinity with, with that country. When you do flick on the television or go through the social media feeds or do the, the work that you've been doing for the RCB feed uh, in terms of awareness and, and so on, I mean, 
at a human level, it must just be devastating to think that you know a few hundred meters down the road, people are people are in this un- unbelievably uh, challenging situation. Yeah, and, and Vinny's obviously got a lot of family over here as well, yeah. so we're, we're we're extremely close to it. We're um we knew it was getting bad. I think when we came over here, we knew it was going to be quite tight lockdown. Uh, and it's it's I think when you when you do turn the TV on and you just see the the news channels just twenty four seven about it, it's it's so confronting. It's it's so confronting, and um, to know that that that's happening just everywhere around you is, is quite is quite um, hard to hard to swallow sometimes. And uh, and we we probably thought we had it bad in Australia when we were had what seven hundred cases a, at one stage, and we thought that was end of the world sort of stuff, and. It's nothing compared to, I suppose, what's happening over here at the moment where there's not enough hospitals to take in these people. There's not enough um, There's not enough uh, supplies to actually get them through. Um, well, if your teammates have got family outside, you know, where they'd be thinking about that rather than the game. And you've played so many IPLs where it's basically, you know, come over and express yourself and, you know, try to have a good time doing it um, compared to what it must be like now where the game that you're playing and, and the training that you're doing and so on must seem very unimportant. Yeah, so there's been a few guys that have sort of um, already told us that one of their family or one or more of their family members has got COVID and um, is a bit sick at the moment. So it's it's certainly hitting close to home in our franchise and um, I can understand. I think a guy like Ashwin went home. Mm. Um, most I think most of his family had it and... Um, he wanted to take care of them or has to take care of a couple of uh, young girls in the family uh, because uh, I think the elders were all sick. So he's he's gone back to take care of them. And um, that that's how close to home, I suppose, it is for these guys. It's um, it, it doesn't <laughs> – COVID is not selective. It, it just it doesn't matter who you are. It's, there's, a, there's a chance you're going to get it. If the ban stays in place with Australia – I suppose the UK is a logical place to go given there'll be already a flight there. But are those sorts of conversations started, at least I suppose at WhatsApp level with the ACA and with your other colleagues in the IPL, just thinking, look, if we need to find some temporary solution whilst not being in Australia, um, that that might need to be, the decision might need to be made quite soon? Uh, it's something I've just sort of floated to Vinny, <laughs> to tell you the truth. It's, right. it's been, I suppose, something... Um, just discussing maybe ways that we can, um, if things do go extremely south and it gets a, a whole lot worse, like what are we actually going to do um, if if there's no help? And and I'm sure there will be help and I'm sure there will be um, a way for the BCCI to um, accommodate, I suppose, a lot of the overseas players that are over here at the moment. And um, But it, it is also worth thinking about and making sure that you actually do have a plan B and... Yep. Um, just, just to try and be safe, and um, once the once the IPL finishes, and there's a potential for the bubble to to be, I suppose, broken down. You don't, you certainly don't want to be stuck here, and um, yeah, just try and look for the safest way to, to move on. Glenn, thanks for taking the time to talk in what is a most unusual week. Uh, all the best wishes from all the final week community, not only to you but to your players and, and their families uh, in India at the moment, and, and let's hope that uh, um, things get better. Thanks, guys. Cheers.